Welcome, everybody, to episode 109 of the Cinema Scumbags Movie Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Matt. And I do not sound anything like our usual host, Seth. Seth is, uh... It's a lighter episode today, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to talk about positivity. exactly yeah uh seth has some personal stuff to take care of today so we decided to to uh go on without him yep going strong going strong and better than ever damn straight how how you doing matt doing good man doing good just uh got back from portland last week oh yeah how was that it was good got to do some goonies filming locations um so i was pretty getting near the house yeah, well, they blo- I guess apparently they blocked it off. You can see it because it's on that hill, but uh, they don't let you go up there or they like say that you can't even park like near there. <laughs> they call the cops. Oh, I guess God. Seth was telling me, too, that I guess people were stealing shit when they went up there. And I don't yeah, know, <clears throat> I, was, I was kind of annoyed when you said they wouldn't let you go, but once Seth kind of revealed that that was the issue, then that makes sense. And I saw something before when I was looking at some like documentary stuff and – she was like she was nice about it for like maybe like four or five years and then they just started kinda they said they would show up at four AM. They wouldn't mm. leave till like two AM sometimes, like you know? So yeah, after a while I'm sure that gets fucking annoying. That's the issue. I mean it you kinda have to know where you're moving into. Mm-hmm. But that's, oh, exactly. that's kind of over the line. Yeah. I mean you you only take so much. So yeah, I got to see that a little bit. Um the jail and all that stuff was cool though. Like that was there, you could walk in and um, Looks like it was a, a film museum now. Yeah, no, it is. Um, so they have like stuff um, from like Kindergarten Cop and like oh, wow. the actual jail cell, like from when he breaks out. They had that, and it's cool. Like, I mean, it's a cool little town, you know? They yeah. definitely, um, there's not a lot known for it other than I think the Goonies, Kindergarten Cop, maybe the Ring, but. Um, oh, Kindergarten Cop was there too? Yeah, I don't know if it was fully Astoria, but they used they used some of the stuff from it. Yeah, is so. the jail in that too? I don't know if they used the jail. They were just showing like props from the movie and stuff. It's been a while since I've seen that yeah, one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's not one that I can go back to all the time. Like uh, I don't know, like Heavyweights or something like that. That's true. Well, don't watch the uh, the second one because. Uh... Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm glad you guys <laughs> took care of that one. You don't want to see you know, Dolph Lundgren looking into the camera. <laughs> well, hopefully he doesn't do that in Creed 2. He probably hey! will. <laughs> he probably will. But yeah, that's about it. What about you? Oh, I mean, I don't do anything. Oh, I just, okay. I just watch movies all day. Watch all the movies uh, you didn't rate. I did see, actually, you started to rate some movies again, so thank yeah, you. Yeah, I did. It's... It's. I, I mean, that's kind that. of part of the whole thing. I mean, it's not gonna. It my rating system will not be affected if I don't rate them. So I. True. I don't know. It was like a impromptu thing. It's like who cares? It's not a big deal. It's just letterbox. Okay. Yeah. Well, glad to see you back doing it, buddy. Some people take that stuff too seriously. <laughs> you know, Demolition Man five stars. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> never seen it. Can't say for sure, but probably not. I liked it, but five stars. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what, was, well, what was the word she said? <laughs> contradict. Oh, niggling. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. You know, that? that's so bizarre. I had never heard that word before in my life. I heard it twice yesterday. I heard it during that, and I watched the Stephen Hawking documentary and heard it in that. Wow. I know. It's like some sort of weird scientific thing. Yeah. Uh, whatever. We're getting on a tangent. Yeah, we are. Uh, not much news this week. I mean, this might be a little bit of a quick episode. Um, and honestly, I don't know how much we even care about some of this news. This first one in particular. Uh, Sopranos? Fan? Uh, seen it? Never really finished the series. I've seen episodes, though. Never never seen it, but uh, I hear great things. Here's one of the best TV shows ever. Yeah. Well... There's a prequel movie in the works from David Chase. I assume David Chase is a big, big person with uh, The Sopranos. Okay. Um, some fan favorite characters from The Sopranos are expected to appear in the film. There's one for sure I know will not be in the film. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, James Unless Gandolfini. They dig him up from the grave. Or they use a different actor. True. 
Uh, set in the era of Newark riots in the 60s when African Americans and Italians were adversaries, rivalries turn deadly once gangsters from each side get involved. Hmm, sounds fun. Yeah. Okay, so it's a prequel, it's going to be a movie. <clears throat> yes, and no, it looks like actually happens. there's a, a couple people that are dead. Frank Vincent, I'm not sure who that is, but he died last year, and then of course James Gandolfini in 2013. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I've never seen the show, so I have no opinion here or there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the fact that it's a prequel, you know, they can get away with a lot of stuff, but not worry about ruining the uh, canon or any of that shit, you know? Yeah. So. And the fact it's not like a new TV show, it's exactly. a movie, it's a so movie. it's it's, it's mm-hmm. own thing. Okay. All so, right. I mean, that's interesting for fans, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let us know if you guys are into surprises. Yeah. Is that is that something you guys want? Uh, but the bigger news, something I'm actually kind of excited about. <clears throat> Danny Boyle uh, confirms he's going to be part of Bond, and by part, uh, writing, directing the next Bond wow. film. Wow. Okay. So uh, hopefully we'll see Bond slip into an existential <laughs> depression. You know, after a nice <laughs> up close wide angle. Shots of dead babies and uh, oh yeah, yeah that should be good. No, I mean, I mean Sam Mendes did the past past couple. I think I think it was just the past maybe past three. Yeah, something like that. It was yeah, and they were they were pretty solid. But uh, I mean I I love what Danny Boyle's done. Train spotting or both of them. You know right? I always I always I don't necessarily talk shit. I just always think that Danny Boyle's in a director I like. Yet I pretty much like almost everything he's done. So you don't like him, you just like his movies. No, I like him. I just, I think 127 Hours I didn't like, um, specifically for the directing. I just thought it was kind of weird, you know? Um, Yeah. But then as I go back and look at, like, you know, Trainspotting Love, T2 Love, um, 28 Days Later Love, you know? T2 Love? Well, yeah, I loved it. It's not five star. There was no (laughs) movies this year that were five stars for me, but I loved it. No, I agree. Yeah. So, Three and a half doesn't scream love to me, though. I, I believe if you check it, sir, I think I might have changed it to a four. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. I don't know yet. I Sorry, don't, know I don't I go back not. and check. <laughs> Someone uh, fact check about... me, please. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Slumdog? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and Slumdog, too. So, Slumdog's And then uh, Sunshine, I need to rewatch it. I, I didn't finish it, but I know, I I know I'll probably it like it. For the first time. Shallow Grave, The Beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you watch Shallow Grave? Uh yeah, it's it's solid. Probably okay. for me one of his lesser films, but it's Okay. It's solid. Oh, Steve Jobs forgot about that one too. I mean, he's That's got right. a very uh varying mm-hmm. filmography. Yeah. So, I I think it'll be interesting to see him take on such a big franchise like Bond. I feel like that franchise needs a, another boost of revival, you know? Yeah. I mean, the the uh, whole Daniel Craig era. Mm-hmm. It was solid, you know. It was good, but it you need a new director every once in a while to stop it from getting stale. Yep. Love love my Bond films. Bondage. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really about it as far as the news goes. I, I didn't see much that really uh-huh. stuck out to me. Uh, but South by Southwest is going on. Yes, uh, we'll, make sure, we'll make sure to never do a podcast about it again because nobody seemed to care. Uh, but some, <laughs> did, we, some, did we do? Did that happen? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we did that last year, I think. Oh god, and it was just like one of our worst episodes. <laughs> okay. Uh, some news coming out of there. Uh, Ready Player One's getting good reviews. Oh, saying that's it's good. Like a, yeah, it's saying it's positive out. It's a positive. I don't know. Not really reviews, but it's it's being positively reacted to okay maybe steven's back to his big budget roots and thank god um what was it that seth was saying that deadpool is oh it's getting getting reshoots i guess because it's not getting a good reaction i don't know i don't know about that but i think um i read something that they're just gonna that they're gonna put more cable in and uh Mm. and who else some other character i forgot the name um but they're just gonna reshoot with him so i mean could be could be that the movie you know needs more certain characters to help the arc or just is kind of boring but eh. well if it's any better do than we the really other one, care <laughs> i i would like to like deadpool i, I like mean, deadpool I, I thought it was okay 
I would like to like it more. Yeah. I, I thought there were a lot of a lot of uh, I don't know. I guess jokes that they they reached too far for. Mm-hmm. Like they were just trying too hard, and I I chalked that up a little bit to T.J. Miller because I just don't think the guy's funny. Okay. Him and his improvisation. Yeah. But I thought the trailer for the new one looked funnier than the actual Deadpool movie. Yeah. No, I liked the the new trailer. It was it was it was quite humorous. Quite humorous. I do like Ryan Reynolds. I I, I say that, but he's the same in everything. And I and maybe that's yeah. just because I really like Just Friends. But <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully so, for the sake of those that like Deadpool, it's good. Yeah. And it just adds to it. So well, even if it isn't, they'll still say it's good. So oh yes, just wait for it. When is it supposed to come out? I don't know. Hmm. This well, year, I think. I'm sure. I'm sure. Let's let's take a look. See here, real quick. Like let's take a look. May 18th, so not far off. Ooh, considering we doing reshoots. Going on. Yikes! Okay, so there's something detrimental in that script. <laughs> I'll say. Okay. Well, shit. Screenplay's done by four different people. Didn't think you could get it on the first try. Fuck. Maybe mm. not spend. So, maybe don't spend so much time and money on those trailers. Yeah, guys. Let me work on the yeah. actual movie. <laughs> like, does Deadpool really need to dress like Bob Ross? No. Why don't you fucking mm. fix the movie first? Yeah. Why don't you do that in the movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. The same thing could be said for people that put out previews for youtube videos but that's neither here nor there yep uh we did have a couple trailers this first one kind of disgusts me in a in a little bit of a way agreed mary poppins i i this is kind of like jumanji for me in a way i just i don't ever care to watch it i what what needs to be done with it yeah 100 percent agree i uh, i just cringe at it (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, they're going to do some... I don't know, there's... Like, everything now... I mean, there's nothing that's sacred. No. There really isn't. And there's, like, this... I think it was 60s. I'm, there's, like, this 60s charm to the movie that mm-hmm. obviously can never be replicated. Uh, Emily Blunt, while she's a fine actress, she'll never be Julianne no. Moore's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lin-Manuel Miranda will never be Dick Van Dyke. Agree. So, I don't... I don't know. Not not for me. Not for me. Nope. But but yep. The one that was for me mm-hmm. was Christopher it. Ro- yeah, okay. Christopher Robin. Man, I I grew up watching Pooh. I I love Winnie the Pooh. Loved. I can't. I mean, I don't watch it now, but something about this trailer. It seems like it was geared towards people that grew up with it. Well, you've when you've Cap- been on a uh, bear kick lately, so. <laughs> I I still need to check out Paddington too. It's your bear <laughs> genre. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta catch up on my bear genre. Yeah, I like the Revenant bear. You know that's <laughs> that's cool. Sure, <clears throat> I forgot about that bear. That's I right. mean, the fact that I don't, I don't I haven't confirmed yet if it's the voice of the original Pooh, but it's definitely sounds exactly it sounds like close. Him. It sounds exactly like him and U- Ewan McGregor. So good. Yeah. Uh, I, it was just a little bit of a teaser, but it was enough for me to be on board. I liked their uh, the take on Pooh, like how it's like the older like book version of him, kind of. Yeah, like the way he looks. Yeah, I, I that agree. Was cool. He do- and it's odd because he doesn't look like out of place. Mm-hmm. It's in the real world. No, yeah, actually, you're right. It just seems I don't know. It seems like a charming, cute little movie, but also like a little bit more serious. I guess. Uh, it's gonna be yeah. I think it's gonna have more of a, you know. It kind of reminds. I mean, I know you. I don't know if you saw Hook or if you didn't like Hook, but uh, I haven't seen it. It has that but same type it... of thing where you know, he's grown up now and he kind of has to remember his childhood and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I can just imagine some emotional scenes, some some gripping music, and I'm I'm in. Yeah, it looks really good. Look Christopher good. Robin. <laughs> Uh, let's see, I did know that they were saying like Tigger. There was somebody like Tigger, the voice of Tigger, or whatever. And Pooh was maybe by the same person, or mm-hmm. I don't know. But they got different people to do different voices, which was kind of interesting. So I don't think it was the same. 
person. <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm curious about if they're gonna have Tigger and Piglet. And, and then as I'm, as, <laughs> as I'm googling this shit, the first thing on the questions on under Winnie the Pooh is Christopher Robin schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> The deep dark side of Winnie the Pooh, I guess. That's uh, oh shit. That's what we really need to know. It is. It's a social questions. commentary on schizophrenia. Mm, Chris O'Dowd is in it. Hopefully, he's not doing a voice. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, hopefully, hopefully, good, good. Thing. Who's directing it? Mark Forster. He's done oh. such films as well. Speaking of Bond, Quantum of Solace, Finding Neverland, Monsters Ball, World War Z. So he also has a bit of a varying filmography yeah hmm interesting i'm pretty sure quantum solace is the worst craig bond but and then finding neverland was kind of like stuffy it was stuffy but i i think i had a emotional reaction to it Ooh, and tom mccarthy's doing the screenplay the guy who directed spotlight okay chris o'dowd is is tigger huh. what yeah that says Oh no! <laughs> I don't. He's the he's the same in everything. He's got the he's got a distinct voice that does not sound like Tigger. Yeah, like not at all. <clears throat> Unless Brad they're going Garrett. like they're going that that route, but I don't know. It's weird. Brad Garrett is Eeyore. Wow, interesting. <laughs> this movie took, <laughs> took yeah, a sharp this, turn. Took a, <laughs> this took a turn. T- Jim Cummings is. I don't think that's the uh, original, but okay. at least he can replicate. <clears throat> True that. All right. Well, that went on more than I expected Sorry, it yeah. to. Uh, and then one more, one that was kind of interesting that came out of South by Southwest. Sorry to bother you. Okay, I saw this. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of this? <laughs> I I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. It's really weird. Like I I was watching like the first thirty seconds of it, and I'm like, okay, I think I know where this is going. And then it goes somewhere else, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I think I know where that's going. And then it goes somewhere else. It's like, <laughs> it's like I don't know, it was interesting. I'm, I, I, I wasn't turned off by it, you know? No. But, um, I can't put my finger on it. It's just like a different take on on filmmaking, I guess. It's just different. Yeah. Um, I like what's his name. Uh, who's the actor's name? Um, Lakeith? Or yeah. Army? Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. I like Stars him. in it. And uh, Tessa Thompson's in it. Uh, Army Hammer's in it. A bunch of Danny Glover coming back. Where you're not using <laughs> you're not using your white voice. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it looks kind of kind of bizarre, kind of out there, and kind of interesting. Yeah. Really, I kind I, well, I don't see I don't see the same vibe as that. But maybe like um, like a dope. You know, dope was okay. a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe this is kind of like that, but I don't know. That could just be racist. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's being directed by uh, Boots Riley, who is a rapper, it looks like. Okay. Best known as the lead vocalist of The Coup and Street Sweepers Social Club. Well, that could also be why it's not like a traditional film then, maybe. Yeah. But it's, it looks cool. I mean, I'm, I'm in. Doesn't take a lot for me to be in. It just looks interesting. Yeah, all right, I'm in. I like the same stuff. I like everything. Well, speaking of this, wasn't on the list, but what about uh, Fantastic Beasts? Oh, think about that trailer. eh? I can't believe I forgot about Mm -hmm. that. You know, it got me excited. The first shot, they're back at Hogwarts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I okay. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. I. I'm hoping that they will actually get into the the real story and not waste more time with, you know, the the beasts. Yes. Even though that, that's obviously got to be part of it since that's the name of it. Uh, Jude Law is Albus Dumbledore. Not sure yet. I yeah, mean, isn't his age kind of a little bit uh, misleading? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's that was kind of the plot hole stuff that I was we're discussing. It's it's a little off, and I don't know which one he's trying to be, which Dumbledore like. Robert Har- or Richard Harris yeah, yeah, yeah. or Michael Gambon, and then Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp just it's just kind of uh, now. Who does Johnny Depp play? He plays Gellert Grindelwald, who was like Voldemort before Voldemort. He was okay. the bad guy before Voldemort. Got it. <clears throat> he wanted to, you know, 
get rid of the the muggles and mm-hmm. and uh albus was the one that fought him off eventually killed him and that's that's kind of how he got his notoriety for doing so got it okay now i'm up in my harry potter lore and uh dumbledore ended up falling in love with him too so I'm not sure where they're gonna go with that in the well. in the films, but yeah, Dumbledore was a was a fruit. That's right. I did hear something about that. Yeah, which whatever. That's I mean, like, hey man, I don't know how much of that really matters, but I I'll still go watch it. it comes out on my birthday, so I'll be there to watch it. There you go. But yeah, I mean, I think hopefully it's better than. I remember your reaction to the first one wasn't. I mean, you liked it, but it wasn't as great as you had hoped. Right, yeah. So hopefully this one kind of boosts it up a little bit. Yeah, and I'm hoping that, you know, as the story progresses, I'll appreciate that first one a little more. Mm -hmm. So that's that's that. Okay. And um, why don't we talk about some some Bloody Blues? Bloody Blue? Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Bloody Blues! The, The movie that we've all been waiting for to come out in 4K, Jumanji. Oh, my God. Can you fuck off, Welcome the Rock? Welcome to the jungle. So God, I will never. <laughs> I still will never watch that movie. So yeah, you can own it in regular Blu-ray, 4K, Steelbook, Digibook, whatever, however many editions there is. Um, uh, a couple you know, criteria. You know the best place to watch that? The, what? You know the best place to watch that Jumanji? Where? In the trash. There you go. That's it. Agreed. Zing. Well, let me get the shitty ones out of the way. So Jumanji comes out. We got you can own all three Pitch Perfect movies. They're coming to 4K. Oh, cool. There's even a box set. Get Finally, your, get your feminism, um, <laughs> you know, in order. Your acapella feminism film. The uh, the only Alexander Payne movie that sucks downsizing. <laughs> Man, I did I you watch love, it? Did you end up watching no, it? No, I oh. love every film by that guy, but I just. I can't get myself to watch that. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I had high hopes for it, and I was just like, "This is <clears> shit." <laughs> yeah, there's just, I don't know. It's just bizarre. Yeah. So that I just comes watched out. Sideways seven more times. Seriously, <laughs> I had to. I had to do that to wash the bad taste out of my mouth and downsize. <laughs> I love Sideways or Election. Shit. Oh, any of them. Nebraska. Yeah, yeah they I mean, literally, and that's what's weird. Like, this doesn't feel like a Alexander Payne movie. Yeah, it feels like um, like the studios had a lot more decisions than he got from what I, from what I you know saw at least. I heard, I heard a lot of the a lot of the themes were like really in your face sort of thing. Yes, they they're really mm-hmm. yeah mm. big environmental. Yes, yeah, so that definitely could have been like a studio thing. So yeah, if you guys are interested and you want to check that out, you could you can buy that. Um. And then let's see. Then we got some Criterion's coming out. The Passion of Joan Arc. Oh yes, getting really. Yeah, you you want that one or what? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Passion of Joan Arc. Nineteen <laughs> twenties. Yeah, like, the cover looks old. Um, oh, it is. It is. Um, we have Ball. I don't know if you saw that one. Ball. It That's has, a Criterion. Yeah, it's a Criterion. B A A L. Nineteen seventy. Um, hmm. that's sounds Indian. Out. We have a, uh, I don't know what, what release this is, but Marilyn Monroe's in it. It says, Don't Ooh. Bother to Knock, 1952. This looks kind of interesting. Ooh, let me check that out. Yeah. Oh, it's a Twilight Time. Mm. Ooh. Limited edition to 3,000. Where is that? It's like in the middle. Don't bother. Ooh. Right? Kind of looks, yeah, kind of uh, into that. Ooh, Anne Bancroft in her film debut. There you go. Anne Bancroft is uh, Mrs. Robinson for those who Yo, don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. God, I love The Graduate. God! Not that anybody cares, but it's probably in my top ten films of all time. Is it in your top six criterions? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Mediocrity is best. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Itchy the Killer, which I've always heard of. Uh, Ooh. never watched. Nice. Uh, that's coming to blue. I guess just regular blue. Um, and then uh, Dario Argento film, uh, The Church, is uh, coming out. I think that's a uh, Synapse film, a release as well. But I'm not sure. Mm, but I'm Mario wanting to Argento. peep that too. Love me some 
some Argento. Love me, Mario Argento. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> I like his brother, Mario. <laughs> I like you're some missing, You're missing one. I don't know how much people really care, but... What? Uh, the Burb sh- uh, Shout Factory. Oh, is that what... Okay, I, I didn't know if I was going to... Because I know that they had a release before. I didn't know if that was the Shout Factory or not. Okay. Yeah. I'd peep it. Mm. I, I love that movie. The Burbs. <laughs> More like the mediocre. Wow. <laughs> I love that movie. <clears throat> well, not enough to, to double dip, my friend. Well, yeah, you get the you get the cheap Best Buy release. That's good enough. I think some guy in England gave me the Steelbook, but I'm not sure. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much it for Blue Jays. What's <laughs> coming out? It's a theater. Uh, we have a few things. Okay. Uh, the big one, Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander. Okay. I never saw the originals, and I don't care to see this one. But it's getting okay reviews. <laughs> it, is it? Supposedly. <laughs> I don't know. I heard it wasn't. <laughs> but what do I know? Mm. Uh, we have Love, Simon. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> oh, yes. With your boy, Nick Robinson. I do, I do like him. He's a good actor. I... I heard or saw an article or something that said it was like it was like really annoyingly gay, like something about it. <laughs> okay. So something about it that was like in your face about about gay. I don't know, but it just. Well, I was some... all I was all set to be like if it was on, I'd watch it. But then BuzzFeed just fucking hammered it away. Oh, then that re- watch this fucking it. movie in this time period, 2018. We need this more than anything. It's like, fuck. God. Can't a movie just be some, a movie? Yeah, why don't you watch some 40 cinema? <laughs> God. That's what we need. We need more 40 cinema. Agreed. So, yeah, I don't... I mean, I like the dude, but... <laughs> I like the dude, but, I mean, I yeah, like he's liking dude. dudes. I Whatever. like the dude, and he likes dudes, so... That's <laughs> cool. He's but, yeah, a dude. I, I, She's I, a dude. I heard it's pretty good. Oh, well, that, that's good. Uh, what's probably not good, Hell's Kitty. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a comedy horror series based on the true life events of Nick, a Hollywood writer and angel. An angel, his possessed and very possessive pussy cat. <laughs> I gotta look. Sounds I'm like gonna, my real life. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna peep this out real quick. Yeah. It looks, Hell's Kitty? Yeah. It's written, or it's directed by a guy named Nicholas Tana, and also he's acting in it. Yeah, and Doug J- Doug Jones is in it. Oh no, poor Dougie! I, I gotta take a look. Oh my god! Well, this looks you know terrible, they, dude. <laughs> you know what they say: after Oscar wins, you get forgotten, and this is what happens. What is what is who does Doug Jones play? Oh, he's a real person. <laughs> he, oh, he no. plays himself. I thought he was the kitty. Uh, it just looks like some some B-rate horror film made by some rando. Nicholas. That's interesting. And that's, hmm. com- that's coming to theater, huh? Shit. I don't know. I mean, it's the third highest on here as oh far as God. Okay. releases. Who knows for sure. Uh, we have Benji coming to Netflix. This sounds like a remake or something. Right. Brandon Camp, son of Benji creator Joe Camp Jr., will write, direct, and produce the new film that will reboot the character for a new crop of young moviegoers. So, yeah, it is. Hmm. Uh, mm, Jason Blum produced it. Interesting. I wonder oh. if there's good. I wonder if it's a murderous dog. God, I want Jason Blum's come. <laughs> God, Blumhouse. <laughs> oh, like please sex. get the rights to Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a sex move. <laughs> Do it Ooh, right. The Blumhouse. <laughs> yeah. Down at Ooh. the Blumhouse. Ooh, a World War One film. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Actually, I saw the trailer for this on on Facebook. If there was a fucking World War One bear movie, you'd be all about it. Oh, yeah. 
misconception. I watch one bear movie, and it seems like I have an affinity for bear movies. Well, you know. I watch 17 World War II and World War I movies, and <laughs> it's like one bear people movie. think I'm obsessed. <laughs> one bear movie. I, I saw this trailer on Facebook, and it was like on one of those one of those pages that looked like it was a fake one, but it's called Journey's End, and it's got our boy Ass Butterfield in it. Oh, really? It actually looked kind of interesting. Uh, it's got Paul Bettany, Sam Claflin, Toby Jones. Um, hmm. The seminal British play about World War One, set in the dugout in Ising, and uh, it's a World War One film, so it's probably the same as all the others. Yeah, but something about the trailer struck me at, at the time. So maybe the fact that it was based in 1918. <laughs> <laughs> That's always going to get you. Yeah, God, I love my 1980s film, <laughs> 18 film. God, the uh, Great Depression. Fuck yes. <laughs> Oh. oh, does it have Winston Churchill in it? <laughs> oh, God, I love gothic expressionism. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, fudge. <laughs> There's a few other things on here that are really not worth mentioning. Uh, you should look this up. Dear Dictator, starring Michael Caine. Oh, hell yeah. Dear Dictator? God. Yeah, it's got the chick from... Uh, from Lady Bird, the one that the popular one she becomes friends with. Oh my God, the cover! Day Rush, yeah, the cover. It's like, oh no, <laughs> Seth Green is in it. Jason Biggs is in it. Oh no, Katie Holmes. Oh Holy no, shit. I once shot a ruby, the sauce of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh. Since I heard the cries of Master Wayne, <laughs> Master Wayne in this house, he had the size of a ruby, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> uh, I gotta, I gotta look at a few seconds of this trailer. Real Jesus quick. Christ, that movie could be—that'd be a fun commentary. If we ever. Uh... Oh God, Jason. It Biggs. looks like he's playing Fidel Castro or something. <laughs> When a political turmoil forces a British Caribbean dictator to flee his island nation, he seeks refuge and hides with a rebellious teenage girl in suburban America. This is the film we need right now. (laughs) 2018. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) This is an expression of teenage angst. Yeah. This is what we need right now. That'll just prove that fucking Michael Caine literally will do anything. Uh, Yeah, he's... Will do anything. Mm-hmm. My name is Michael Cade. Michael Cade. Well, speaking of Michael Cade, we've got two criterias. Criterion announced their June releases for this month. And Sound like you said Jew, but okay. <laughs> we right. got our Jew criterions. Uh, Showa number. There's a little Jew humor for you guys. Yeah, a little Jew humor. Um, yeah, a little underwhelming to say the least. But then again, some of these I have never heard of and don't know what they're about. Maybe one day I'll want to check them out. So let's uh, what let's read into them. Okay. Oh, great! We got a John Waters film, Female Trouble. Mm. Looks like a drag film from the. <laughs> is Divine in it? From the cover, I don't know. She probably. Yeah, is. it is. Yeah, it's like it's John Waters. Divine's got to be in it. Glamour has never been more grotesque than in Female Trouble, which injects the Hollywood melodrama with anarchic decadence. Divine, director John Waters' larger-than-life muse. Yeah, Uh, I mean, when we talk about dirty movies, I think it it stems from Pink Flamingos with her. So, John Waters? Yeah, like, I mean, she pretty much, like, Divine eats shit, like, dog shit. It's just crazy. Ew. Yeah. Who progresses from a teenage nightmare hellbent on getting cha-cha heels for Christmas to a famed monster whose egomaniacal impulses land her in the electric chair. Wow. What is it called again? Female Trouble. Okay. That actually sounded kind of interesting. Don't know if I'll watch it, but... No, I probably won't watch it. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, okay. Looks like it gets a new 4K restoration, a new conversation between Waters and critic Michael Musto. And no, we're good. We don't need the 4K restoration. <laughs> new and archi- archival interviews with cast and crew and members. 
Wow. Hmm. Okay. No thanks from me. Uh, <laughs> next up we have the Mexican film Elser. Okay. Just kidding. It's not Mexican. But it is Spanish. Ten years after making his mark on Spanish cinema with The Spirit of the Beehive, Victor Aris... Arise returned to filmmaking with its adaptation of a novella by Adelaida Garcia Morales. Oh, good. There you go. Which deepens the director's fascination with childhood fantasy and the legacy of his country's civil war. Hmm. In the north of Spain, Estrella grows up captivated by her father, a doctor of mystical powers, and by the enigma of his youth in the south. Huh. Okay. New 2K digital restoration and new piece on the making of the film. <laughs> I mean, there's so many I still need to buy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, ooh, Ingmar Bergman. The Virgin Spring. Okay. Winner of the Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film is a harrowing tale of faith, revenge, and savagery in medieval Sweden. With mm. austere simplicity, the director tells the story of the rape and murder of the Virgin Karen and her father Torre's ruthless pursuit of vengeance set in motion after the killers visit the family's farmhouse. Of course, you got Max von Sydow in it. And oh, okay. Of course. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. New okay. 2K restoration and new video interviews from. Was from some what, 1960? <sighs> Uh, yeah, actually okay. it is. 1960. Interesting. Uh, the only one that I've heard of, Bowling for Columbine. Ooh, there we go. You like it? I do. I do like that documentary. So Bowling for Columbine, it's obviously... Uh, well, after Columbine happened, Michael Moore set out to investigate the long, often volatile love affair between Americans and their firearms, uncovering the pervasive culture of fear that keeps the nation locked and loaded. That was a good equipped one. With, equipped with the camera. So it's like him going out and seeing how easy it is to buy guns. Uh, I mean, yeah, he kind of tackles it all. He goes to Walmart and then talks about, like, you know, why they don't have any regulations on buying guns and stuff. And, and then probably talks to a bunch of... It was before he was really fucking overly annoying, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Um, oh, and then I think, yeah, I think it was Bowling for Columbia. He goes to, like, uh, the part I remember is he goes to Canada and, like, he... Um, Opens like neighbors' doors because no one in Canada locks their doors. Oh God! Like because they don't fear, you know, like anything like that. So like they right. always have their doors unlocked and shit. It's really interesting. But I, I pe- started I watching it, it at one point, but never, never finished it. It's interesting. Interesting. Mm. Uh, and then the last one, Manila and the Claws of Light. Uh, let me see. Mm. A young fisherman from a provincial village arrives in the capital on a quest to track down his girlfriend who was lured there with the promise of work and hasn't been heard from since. In the meantime, he takes a low-wage job at a construction site and witnesses life on the streets where death strikes without warning, corruption, exploitation are commonplace, and protests hint at escalating civil unrest. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a little bit of a lackluster month again. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd pick up bowling, but that's about it. Yeah, and that one gets a new 4K restoration. And usually they have good ones right before the uh, July sale, but it's not. Yeah, so, I mean, our last bet for, like, more to pick up before the sale will be in July. <clears throat> yeah. So hopefully we get some good ones there. <clears throat> I still have plenty to pick up, though. Oh, yeah, I mean, tons. Plethora. <laughs> <laughs> you drink vodka? Tons. What's that from? Breakfast Club. Oh. <laughs> well, on to our main topic, I guess. Um, Let's do it. So, today we're going to be talking about the best villains in film. And they could be literally any villain in film. Uh, the reason we decided to do this was because Seth actually went through... And watched all the Harry Potter films, some of them for the first time ever. And you gotta admit, Voldemort is one of the best. I, I agree. I, I've only watched, I'm missing two of the Harry Potter films, but I mean, from what I have watched, I agree. I obviously. He's an evil, well. evil 
wizard. And it's not like he's... Uh, let's talk Harry Potter for a let's second. Let's do it. Uh, uh. It's not like he's just like a, a simple villain. I don't know. He goes to the extent of splitting up his soul into all these different vessels. Mm-hmm. It makes him that much more difficult to take on. I mean, he's basically a racist. True. He just wants the purest form, right? Yeah. 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 He just wants. He wants the purest form. So uh, yeah, he's pretty pretty fucked up individual. So when you say you only have two left, does that mean the last two? Yeah, that's it. You should you should give him a watch. I know. uh, Everyone tells me like what? That's like the whole. Yeah, Point I mean, the, the last one is masterful. I need to I need to peep it. And I don't throw that word around very often. Sure you do, bud. Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, what are some of your favorite villains in films? Well, I mean, uh, I could do the obvious, which is, you know, your Michael Myers, your, your horror villains. Yeah, let's not do that. Okay. But I, I, I was thinking of one. <laughs> And uh, Hal 9000 from 2001. Ooh, that is one sick right? machine. Like, exactly. And, and kind of to tie on with that, like, uh, well, spoilers, but uh, Ex Machina chick. Mm-hmm. That same type of thing, like robots being the villain, mm-hmm. you know, I think is, is kind of cool and an interesting take on it. I, and I feel like since we don't have a grasp on that yet, we're always kind of afraid. <laughs> So yeah. the fact that that's kind of you know still going on uh, makes it a little bit more scarier. That yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Word word word. But yeah, Hal Nine Thousand I think is a kind of a cool psychological villain. Oh yeah, and it's like not like a threat. You know what I mean? Happened. What if computers started to outsmart us? Exactly. It's like what if sort of situation, like a almost plausible situation. Yeah, and I yeah. I, I agree. There was this video. <laughs> there's this video of uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but it's on Facebook, and it's this fucking like it looks like a bug, but it's this robotic bug. Oh god! That, I know like what you're is trying about. is trying to open the door, and he gets his buddy to help him. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> We're doomed. I know. That's just something you would see actually happening. Like all yeah. of them taking over, and exactly. Yeah. It's, Shits are it's, evil, bro. It's it's bizarre. Um, I couldn't think of any off the top of my head, so I kind of did a search. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, like one in one of my favorite films, uh, Nurse Ratched from One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, she's like an evil bitch. That's very true. Um, another one that came across was Emon Guth from Schindler's List. Very okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I'm trying to think of, like, in terms of, like, like, typical villain, you're right. Like, just an evil man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, I'm looking at him right now, and there's a video where Amon Girth arbitrarily shooting Jews. It's, like, no rhyme or reason to it. But that was, I mean, you could say any of them, but he was one that was portrayed in a pretty prevalent film. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I don't know. I mean, right here it's showing Harry Powell. Okay. For, from Night of the Hunter. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, um, I never even thought about that. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you know, Anthony Perkins. Yeah. Psycho. One of my fave, my, one of my faves, Hans Landa from mm. Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Just like a fucking evil, evil person. I guess I just like Nazis. Like that's what it comes <laughs> All you're down doing, to. I guess. Can you not pick a uh, you know a Nazi antagonist? Thanks, Nick, Nick Beisel arbitrarily <laughs> picking Nazis. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are obviously Voldemort's one of my faves, but those are some of them. I, I do have a list here. This is a list from. Why, um, um, why didn't you mention Heath Ledger's Joker? Well, because I'm sure we'll talk about it. Why didn't here. you mention it though? Because I wanted to talk about things that you don't usually hear. Oh, okay, good. You literally, you literally. I don't know why that. you didn't mention Heath Ledger's Joker in the first three <laughs> seconds of the best villains of all time. Mm, I prefer Tom Hardy's Bane. <laughs> what? Mind blown. Yeah, so I, I've got a 
a list here. Top 50 best movie villains of all time from timeout.com. And uh, I only looked at the first few, but some of them were interesting, ones that I wouldn't expect, especially this first one here. Okay. So uh, let's jump into it. Uh, number 50, Dean Wormer from National Lampoon's Animal House. <laughs> that is very random. Yeah, it's very random. Good movie, though. But yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Wait, no, uh, this is number 50? Like, yeah. Or you're just reading off like the... Uh... Number 50 okay, going down. Wow, okay. <clears throat> yeah, number 50 all time <laughs> is Dean Wormer. Okay. The time has come for someone to put his foot down, and that foot is me. Ah, uh, good stuff. Uh, 49, Cobra Kai Sensei from The Karate Kid. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, like, picture him. He looks like, from this picture, he looks like uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, is uh, it, it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I get, you know what's funny? I get, Martin Co- Coves? Yeah, I get that and sidekicks mixed up so much. Because I think <laughs> Joe Piscopo is like... <laughs> but it's okay. Ooh. I got it. Actually, uh, you know what? Let's throw it on the... Let's with, with, Speaking of Karate Kid, Daniel is actually the fucking villain. I never watched it. Research it. Daniel's Daniel, the is that Roy Macchio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he the villain? There's like a, yeah, there's like an, a video essay about like how he was actually the fucking <laughs> villain. <laughs> oh, I have a good time with those video essays. Yeah, they're the they're, best. They're interesting. Uh, number 48, Roy Batty from Blade Runner. Okay, yes. Now, uh, there, there we go. That seems like a more uh, typical villain right. role. Right, yeah. I can see that. But is he a villain, though? Well. Because in his eyes, he's he's doing right. Well, that, but that, okay, so that could be the same thing said for any Nazi, because they're just following orders, orders right? I mean, that's that's really true. That's something that I hear in documentaries a lot. It's like, they, they're just doing what is told of them. They're yep. doing what they think is right. They think they're the good guys. It's fucked up, but mm-hmm. but yeah. <clears throat> um, number forty-seven, Asami Yamazaki from Audition. Looks like uh, I've seen that movie, but I is that the chick then? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She I've just tortures. She tortures peeps. Yeah. I wouldn't put it on the list though. Like what the hell? Mm, everyone knows actors are crazy, but our hero can't have expected this level of limb slicing extremity. Mm-hmm. Sounds gross. Um, 40, who cares? I've lost track already. We've got Hank Quinlan from Touch of Evil. Yeah. That's a, that's a Welsh film I still have yet to watch. It's good. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, uh, Charlton Heston actually surprisingly is a little weird for me in it. I don't know why, but I am mean, not that big of a Charlton Heston fan. I mean, but, the uh, only thing I know of it is the obvious beginning long take. Well, he's supposed to play like a Spanish guy. <laughs> In what? The movie. Yeah, he's Spanish, I think, and they got shit for that. I thought too back in the, the thing. But uh, oh, probably. But yeah, no. What's his name? Uh, what was the guy's the character's name again? What's uh, Orson Quinlan? Wells. Yeah, he like put like Orson Welles put a bunch of makeup on and shit to like. Oh, I see that. It yeah. says Orson Welles actually added belly padding and mm-hmm. pounds of makeup. To it doesn't look anything like him. It's crazy. Oh, I see the I see the picture now. Wow. Well, if only he would have waited a few years, he yeah. would have actually been <laughs> yeah, that big. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Wellesley. Sorry, Orson. Love you, bud. Uh, next up, good one. Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas. I'm surprised that's not a little higher, but yeah, I guess it's just dependent on what we what we get to. That's iconic. Are you kidding me? What? Lord Voldemort. Forty four. What is he? Yeah, he's like forty four. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking racist against wizards. Seriously, there's not 44 other better. Well, well you got you have to have Darth Vader. You gotta have you know. Like you gotta have Michael Myers, tens. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I guess, but whatever. I mean, I'll, what? he's on the list. Uh, uh, this one's interesting. Haven't seen the movie, but it's on my filmstruck watch list. Uh, Baby Jane Hudson from Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, I never watched that. Betty Davis. Okay. Yeah, I wish we would have seen her her gravesite while we were there. It was like right in front of our faces. Where was it? Uh, you know where he- our Charles Lawton was? Yeah. 
it's like on the outside of it. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Okay. Um, Betty Davis. <clears throat> Ooh, good one. Colonel Kurtz, Apocalypse Now. There you go. I would say he'd be in like. Oh no, that makes about that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Lars Thorwald from Rear Window. Okay. Uh, really... I'm just gonna put this out here now. Spoiler alert: Maybe there might be. Just in case. Okay. Uh, so that's that's number forty-one. Number forty, Khan from Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. The Wrath of Khan. The Wrath of Khan. Ricardo okay. Montalban. Prefer him in Spy Kids too, but that's just me. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> uh, Mrs. Danvers, Rebecca. Oh, okay. I have it. Alfred I haven't Hitch- watched that yet. Alfred Hitchcock. You have it? No, I haven't watched Rebecca or oh. Notorious. It was like the it's two on, I need to watch. It's on Crite. Rebecca is. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, here we go. Wow. Two of the ones I mentioned in a row. Hans Landa uh-huh. and Nurse Ratched. There you go. Like next to each other, huh? Yeah. Someone was looking at the list beforehand. I promise I wasn't. Mm. Uh, next up, Vince Stone from The Big Heat. Haven't watched it. 1953 film. Ah, Gloria Graham. Mm-mm. Uh, Tommy Udo, Kiss of Death. Haven't watched that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Ooh, the evil queen, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Bro, God, when she turns into the, when she turns into the ugly witch, mm-hmm. that haunted me as a child. Yeah, same. Bro, bro, <laughs> that's what I was too. <laughs> I know, bro. Literally, my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> no, it isn't. It was. Is it? Oh, that's right. It was. I was thinking Cinderella for some reason. Or bro, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Renaissance, bro. Bro, this is a Renaissance, bro. Ah, uh, moving on. Ooh, th- this is also a really good one. I probably would have said this, but I assumed it was on the list. Anton Chigurh from No Country oh, yeah. for Old Men. Very that's... enjoyable villain. <laughs> yeah, especially when he's strangling the guy and the face he makes. <laughs> what face does he make? Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Imagine I'm making. I don't know. It's it, it's, it's like the so, face of like he's trying to figure out how to make macaroni and cheese, <laughs> so he's remembering like the ingredients. But he's like pissed off because yeah, he can't remember he's like, them. Fuck! I forgot the butter. <laughs> While also strangling a guy. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a good one. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, Alex Forrest from Fatal Attraction. Never watched Glenn, it, but Glenn Close. Yes. Uh, ooh, here we go. John Doe from Seven. There you go. Great Kevin Spacey performance. R.I.P. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> right, that's what I was going to say. His career. <laughs> R.I.P. Kevin Spacey's career. Oh, he didn't know. <laughs> what? Is that from You've seven? seen Seven, right? Yeah, but no, I don't remember that when part. She's, when he's like, how she's pregnant or whatever, or the, and he's like, oh, he didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. My career. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, uh, all the allegations. Detective. All the allegations. Detective! <laughs> Can we just cut up that, that those clips and throw them in here? Yeah, so funny. Yeah, please, Seth. When you're listening back, go ahead and uh, do if that. If you got time, thanks, bud. Yeah, thanks, bud. Uh, number thirty, Max Katie, Cape Fear, the remake. So we're doing we're doing uh, uh, Robert De Niro, then, eh? I guess so. Not I still a little, have to watch. Not Robert Mitchum. Okay, I still have to watch both of them. Really, I think you like the Robert Mitchum one. I think for shout. Ah, shit, probably. I mean, come on, Gregory <clears throat> Peck. Don't yeah. you touch my daughter. <laughs> I know, I was trying to I was trying to do the kill a mockingbird. Now come here, Scout. <laughs> Jim. For the love of God. Do your duty. Boo Radley. Boo Radley. It's <laughs> a good movie. Hell yeah. Uh twenty nine, Angel Eyes from the Good, the Bad and the Ugly. I still have to watch these films. Lee Van Cleef. 
Good stuff. Uh, Hans Gruber, diehard. I would think rest he's in, a classic villain. Yeah, rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Hans Gruber. Uh, uh, little Bill Daggett from Unforgiven. Okay. Uh, Antonio Salieri, Amadeus. Dang. Oh, I well, spoiler alert, I didn't know this. Uh-oh. Just going to skip right over that. Uh, Felix Dietrichson, Double Indemnity. Good movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. Love you, Billy Wilder. Be my father. <clears throat> I think he's dead. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, Full Metal Jacket. <clears throat> really, though? Villain. I mean, if anybody's a villain, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. That's true. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is my fight. Give me your war face. <laughs> or what is it? War cry? I, I don't know. Anyway. Wow. What else? This is a big one. Jack Nicholson. Golem. The Shining. Golem from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Mm. This one I know nothing about. Don Logan, Sexy Beast. <laughs> Looks like. It's how did that even bu- make a. I don't even know. How did that make the list? Ben Kingsley. <clears throat> Ben Kingsley can't be mean. <laughs> the <laughs> the build-up to the character's entrance is nail-biting. All we know as British ex-gangsters cavort on their luxurious Spanish retirement is that Don Logan's coming with one last job. And when he shows up, it's Gandhi, for Pete's sake. Okay. All right. That didn't really explain why he's in the nope. top 30. Not at all. Um, Joan Crawford and Mommy Dearest, 1981. Okay. Oh, Faye Dunaway suffered permanent career damage for her noxious portrayal of screen icon Crawford and the star's abusive domination over her adopted daughter, Christina. Yeah, this is like a true story about Joan Crawford. How she's like crazy and beat her daughter and stuff. Hmm. She looks terrifying in this picture. Love Faye Dunaway. Love you, Faye. I'm surprised this one isn't a little higher. Top 20. Number 20, Count Dracula. From Dracula. <laughs> From Dracula. From oh, yeah, Dracula. you're going to get all those those classic horror movie all the All the boring answers. Mm-hmm. Count Dracula. From Dracula. Untold. 2016. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, oh, here you go. How 9000. See? <clears throat> Good stuff. Good fuck stuff. that guy. <laughs> fuck that machine. <laughs> fuck, fuck that thing. <laughs> um, General Zod from Superman Two. Okay. Okay. Oh, too bad Seth isn't here. He would gush over this one. Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. <laughs> I prefer. Uh, I prefer him in Falling Down. He was like a. He was like a uh, anti-hero in that movie. I guess, yeah. Gordon Gecko, Jesus. <laughs> Economics class. That's all it reminds me of. Uh, we're getting down to it. Uh, Noah Cross, Chinatown. Great film. I still need to watch that movie too. It's John Huston played him. List. That's uh, Polanski, right? It is Polanski. Mm. And Faye Dunaway, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Oh. Oh, here we go. One of the big ones, Freddy Krueger. A Nightmare on Elm Street. There we go. You knew that was coming eventually. Um, Mrs. Iselin Island. What? The Manchurian Candidate. Ooh, I, I never watched it. I, I've seen Angel- the remake with Denzel Washington, but... Angela Lansbury. Interesting. Hmm. She's Mrs. Potts. Thanks for the spoilers. <laughs> oh. I guess. <laughs> I <don't>, whatever. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Sorry, guys, if you really wanted to watch Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, sorry, it's only been around for seventy years, fifty years. Yeah, this one's interesting. Of all the villains, Ulrich Goldfinger from Goldfinger. Okay. That <laughs> Gert Frubes, <clears throat> who also played uh, the uh, uh, the king in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That what number is this? I don't know. Oh. I've lost count. It's about 22. Oh, okay. 
No. It's about 13. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I heard you go to 15. 14. Yeah, it's like 13. Okay. Uh, the Terminator from I was going to say the Terminator. That we talking about it, yeah. And then the Alien from Alien. The Xenomorph? <laughs> All right. Here it is. Top 10. Number 10. Uh-huh, here we go. Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I could see that. Really? Yeah. This, one, this one's interesting, though. Dr. Mabuse from Dr. Mabuse the Gambler for slang film. What year was that? 1922. Oh, my God. It was probably like the first villain ever. That's like a, <laughs> like a three or four hour movie also, I think. Oh, it's on Amazon Instant Video. Let me watch it real quick and then we'll finish. Hey, Fritz, can you just, you know, edit your film a little bit? <laughs> Thanks, Fritz. Uh, 242 minutes. Mother of Jesus fuck. Christ. I love you, Fritz, but that one will have <laughs> it to It should have been called L for long. <laughs> Dr. fucking Long. Uh, ooh, good one. Norman Bates, Psycho. Yeah. Classic. So good. Very prominent uh, in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yes. The Wicked Witch of the West. There you Wizard go. Wizard of Oz. God, I love it. Are you kidding me? This is a stupid list. Dorothy. Fr- <laughs> Frank Booth from Blue Velvet. Really? <laughs> Interesting. Very subjective list, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> is Heath Ledger number one? I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. I wouldn't doubt it, though. Uh, okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Michael Myers. Okay. From Halloween. He should have been top five, but whatever. Hannibal Lecter. Well, he is top five. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Good. <laughs> hey, let me. Okay. Ten. So, nine, top five. Eight, eight, so, Michael seven, Myers. Six. So, he's number five. Okay. Michael Myers, number four. Okay. <clears throat> Hannibal Lecter. Okay. It's fine. Number three, oh, what? <laughs> Frank from Once Upon a Time in the West. Uh, Henry, Henry Fonda playing his only villain role ever. Uh, from his first iconic scene where he commits the unpardonable sin of shooting a child in cold blood. Oh, Fonda's smooth-shaven gunslinger chills with his unrepentant brutality. Interesting. Number two, oh, here you go. Reverend Harry Powell. Wow. From Night of the Hunter. There we go. At least it's kind of different. It's not the same yeah. ones. And then number one. Mm. Take a guess. Um, I don't know. Jack Nicholson. Shining. Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stupid. Well, I figured it would have been. I mean, they would have, you know. Yeah. yeah or the Joker. So... I'm surprised that even like Jack Nicholson didn't. Yeah, no Joker at all. That's interesting. Very intriguing, to say the least. Yeah, some notable, some notable uh, exclusions on that list. But all around, I mean, decent list. A little film is subjective. Answers. At least there were different answers. It wasn't That's like true. Uh-huh, Jason Voorhees. That's true. Maybe because those movies suck. Michael Shannon in Shape of Water. <laughs> Michael Shannon, General Zod. <laughs> Michael Shannon and in... <laughs> 99 Homes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The car from Christine. <laughs> hey, what about it? The gun from Christine. <laughs> Chubbuck. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide anyone? No? Okay. No? Okay. Well that that's it. That's about that. That that, that. <laughs> That's about that now. Uh if you're listening, make sure and uh drop a comment down below. Let us know who your favorite villains are. Yeah. Tell us something a little different than than the usual suspects. If I hear Heath Ledger get it, Kaiser Soze? I swear uh-huh. to God. If I hear Heath Ledger I'm out. <laughs> I won't out be on the, I won't be on episode one oh nine. <laughs> that will be what causes Matt to miss a podcast. <laughs> I mean, he's great. He's great in that movie. 
but, God, but you could there's think other of great better. ones too. That's what I'm saying. You could think of better. It's better. What even better? Which villain do you like even better? Even better. Front, back, <laughs> sides, spiny. Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make sure to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Slacker Media. Still having an issue with trying to change the name on Facebook. They won't let us. Hmm. Uh, but everything else, check us out, Slacker Media. Make sure to go to the channel. Check out the Graveyard video. One of the Please, best videos, yeah. I think of our <laughs> Nick put a lot videos. of fucking effort into that. We almost got arrested. So please, yeah. can you just go watch it? <laughs> watch it, share it to everybody. Yeah. We go see some pretty famous people. We really so, do. You so. see me? You, that's the la- By the way, that's the last scene uh, of the fedora. It's no more. I don't know where it's at. Oh, so. no. <laughs> that's it. What could have happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Oh, no. <laughs> not back. the fedora. <laughs> not the fedora. Well, my uh, knee's going to give out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my knee's going to get... It's like the good son. <laughs> it's like the good son. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny. Uh, rambling on. Yeah, go check out the video. Go check out the channel. Uh, good stuff there. Yep. Always putting stuff out. <clears throat> yeah, any closing thoughts? No. Seth, get your life together, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, if you're listening, <laughs> get your life together. <laughs> All right. Episode 109 in the books. Thank you guys as always for listening. And as always, go fuck yourselves. 